Welcome to my podcast series. Throughout our time together, we'll be focusing on the Canadian Army in Afghanistan, Volume 1, A Nation Under Fire, 2001 to 2006, by Sean Maloney, PhD. This will be a summary of his works and a collection of essay style questions to better tap into Canada's history in Afghanistan. In each episode, I'll summarize a chapter and delve deeper into interesting topics. My name is James, and I'm the host of Canada Afghanistan, the podcast. Thanks for joining me on my very first foray into podcasting. As I said, my name is James. I'm a veteran of the Canadian Armed Forces and was deployed on Operation Apollo in 2002 and Operation Athena in 2008. During these tours, I served as a medical technician. Each experience was unique and different, and I look forward to providing my own experiences when we get to those moments in time. So what are we doing here, and what is the format? For over a decade, Canadian Armed Forces served in support of the Afghan people and government, but most of the media exposure over the years is focused on the UK or US contributions to the War on Terror. That was before Sean Maloney, professor at Kingston University, published his three-volume series about Canada's contribution to Afghanistan, these being released to the public back in October of 2003. Check out the podcast notes for the link. Now, if you're like me, as soon as I saw they'd been released to the public, I wanted to read them from cover to cover. But with enough knocks on the head over the last 20 years, it's become more difficult as time goes on. Figure, I can't be the only one who goes cross-eyed staring at a PDF on a computer screen, so I thought, maybe a podcast that walks a listener through the history might be helpful to the public as well as cathargic to myself. Now, I'm a huge fan of podcasts such as Mike Duncan's History of Rome, Ray Harris's The History of World War II podcast, and... Dominic Perry's History of Egypt podcast. So my plan is to follow their lead and provide the information in a similar fashion. So let's get into it. Let's take a look at the introduction to Volume 1 of The Canadian Army in Afghanistan. This chapter unfolds on the intersection of history and heroism, where the inked pages of Canada's military saga dance to a rhythm not heard in decades. Imagine a tale where the stalwart mounties and cherished legacy of peacekeeping give way to a new narrative a narrative etched in the dust and echoes of Afghanistan. This is not merely a recounting of battles, it's an exploration of unseen battlegrounds, where a generation of Canadian soldiers faced challenges that reverberated far beyond the borders. In this chapter, we delve into the modern odyssey, where smartphones share space with rifles, and the term peacekeeping takes on a whole new complexion. Join me as we uncover the tale that is, as clever as it is courageous, as we navigate the intricacies of Canada's commitment in Afghanistan. A chapter that reminds us why this is not just a war, this was an unfolding epic. So buckle up, dear listeners, for the pages of history are about to reveal a chapter that's anything but ordinary. Welcome to a journey through the unseen battlegrounds of Canada's odyssey in Afghanistan. In the aftermath of the 9-11 attacks in 2001, the Canadian Army found itself thrust into a historically significant a dramatically unfolding chapter. The conflict in Afghanistan marked Canada's first major shooting war since the Korean War in the 1950s and signaled a departure from the traditional peacekeeping roles that had defined the Canadian military perspective. Canada's commitment was driven by the need to confront a new globalized enemy embodied by Al-Qaeda, which had found refuge behind the shield of the Pakistan-supported Taliban movement in Afghanistan. 
The stakes were elevated when 25 Canadians were among the casualties of the 9-11 attacks, prompting a shift in Canadian foreign policy and military engagement. Over the following decade, the Canadian Army played a pivotal role in various phases of the conflict, from the removal of the Taliban regime to stabilization efforts in Kabul, defense of Kandahar City, and disruption of enemy activities. The challenges were complex, ranging from countering insurgencies to engaging in diplomatic maneuvers on the global stage. As Canada grappled with the evolving nature of the enemy and the multifaceted dynamics of the conflict, the soldiers adapted to the demands of the 21st century warfare, balancing traditional military tactics with modern technologies. The Canadian Army's commitment in Afghanistan became a testament to adaptability, sacrifice, and the redefinition of Canada's role on the international stage. The conflict in Afghanistan holds profound importance in shaping Canadian military history, marking a transformative departure from the traditional peacekeeping roles that had long defined Canada's armed forces. The engagement represented a seismic shift in Canada's military strategy, catapulting it into a major shooting war for the first time since the Korean War in the 1950s. This departure underscored a new reality for the Canadian military, necessitating an adaptation to the challenges of the 21st century warfare, counterinsurgency, and the global fight against terrorism. Furthermore, the Afghanistan conflict played a crucial role in reshaping Canada's international military commitments and alliances. The country's involvement underscored its willingness to contribute significantly to global security efforts, transcending its historical focus on peacekeeping. The experience in Afghanistan prompted a reassessment of military capabilities, diplomatic strategies, and the very nature of the Canadian military's role on the world stage. The lessons learned and the sacrifices made during this conflict continue to resonate, influencing subsequent military doctrines, training methodologies, and shaping the Canadian Armed Forces' approach to contemporary security challenges. In essence, the Afghanistan conflict left an indelible mark on the Canadian military history, encapsulating a pivotal chapter of evolution and adaptation in the nation's armed forces. The historical background leading up to the 9-11 attacks is characterized by a series of geopolitical shifts and events that set the stage for one of the most consequential acts of terrorism in modern history. Throughout the latter half of the 20th century, the Cold War rivalry between the United States and the Soviet Union dominated global affairs. The Soviet invasion of Afghanistan in 1979 prompted a significant response from the U.S., leading to a decade-long conflict where the Afghan Mujahideen, backed by the U.S., fought against the Soviet forces. As the Cold War came to an end in the early 1990s, new dynamics emerged in the Middle East. The Gulf War in 1990-1991, sparked by Iraq's invasion of Kuwait, reshaped regional power dynamics. The presence of U.S. troops in Saudi Arabia following the Gulf War angered Osama bin Laden, a Saudi-born militant. He viewed the American presence as an affront to Islamic holy lands. This discontent coupled with various other geopolitical factors, ideological motivations, and long-standing tensions, culminated in the devastating terrorist attacks on September 11, 2001. The 9-11 attacks would profoundly alter the course of global history, triggering the war on terror and leading to a significant realignment of international relations and security strategies. Canadian perspectives on peacekeeping underwent a significant shift after the 9-11 attacks, altering the nation's long-standing approach to military engagements. Historically, Canada had prided itself on a strong commitment to peacekeeping missions, earning a reputation as a steadfast contributor to international stability through diplomatic or non-combative military efforts. This approach was deeply rooted in the country's post-World War II identity, 
and reinforced during the Cold War era. However, the 9-11 attacks challenged the conventional wisdom that peacekeeping alone could address emerging global threats. The shock of the attacks, coupled with the recognition that a new and formidable enemy, Al-Qaeda, was not amenable to traditional peacekeeping methods, prompted a reevaluation of Canada's military posture. In the aftermath of 9-11, the Canadian perspective shifted as the nation grappled with the realities of a post-9-11 world. The attacks triggered a collective realization that the nature of conflict had evolved, and Canada needed to adapt its military strategy accordingly. The traditional emphasis on peacekeeping was reconsidered, and a more robust commitment to international security efforts emerged. Canada's military engagement in Afghanistan reflected this shift, marking a departure from traditional peacekeeping roles to actually confront the evolving global threats of terrorism and insurgency. The change of perspective demonstrated a willingness to participate in a more assertive military action, aligning with the broader international response to combat transnational threats in the 21st century. The emergence of a new globalized enemy in the aftermath of the 9-11 attacks was a watershed moment in international security, fundamentally shaping the nature of military threats faced by nations around the world. Al-Qaeda, led by figures like Osama bin Laden and Ayman al-Zahiri, epitomized this new breed of enemy, agile, adaptable, and possessing global reach. The attacks on September 11, 2001, demonstrated that traditional boundaries were no longer barriers to terrorism, as Al-Qaeda operated across borders, exploiting the interconnectedness of the modern world. This realization underscored the urgent need for a coordinated international response to counter a threat that transcended conventional notions of conflict and necessitated a comprehensive strategy to address both its immediate and long-term dimensions. In the light of the globalized nature of the threat posed by Al-Qaeda, military action became a crucial component in the international community's response. The attacks had demonstrated the devastating potential of non-state actors equipped with transnational networks, necessitating a recalibration of traditional military strategies. The nature of this new enemy was sweeping goals sanctioned by a radical ideology and seemingly unlimited manpower left little room for diplomatic compromise. As a result, military action was deemed the only appropriate response to confront the magnitude of the challenge. Canada, alongside the United States and other allies, recognized the imperative of engaging in coordinated military effort to disrupt and dismantle Al-Qaeda's operational capabilities and to address the broader threat of terrorism on a global scale. The paradigm shift from peacekeeping to active military intervention reflected the gravity of the situation and the need for decisive action to safeguard international security in the face of this new formidable adversary. The 9-11 attacks had a profound impact on Canada, both in terms of its national security perspective and the emotional toll inflicted by the loss of Canadian lives. On September 11, 2001, 25 Canadians tragically lost their lives from the terrorist attacks on the World Trade Center in the Pentagon. These devastating losses served as a stark reminder that Canada, while not directly targeted, was not immune to the breach of international terrorism. The attacks resonated deeply with the Canadian society leading to a collective sense of shock and grief as the nation mourned its citizens and grappled with the realization that the threat of terrorism had touched its own people. The impact extended beyond the personal losses, catalyzing a reevaluation of Canada's role in the global response to terrorism. The attacks prompted a shift in Canadian foreign policy and military engagement, as the nation recognized the need for a robust and coordinated international effort to combat the evolving threat of terrorism. 
The tragic events of 9-11 became a catalyst for Canada's active involvement in the war on terror, with the Canadian military joining international efforts in Afghanistan to confront the perpetrators and disrupt the infrastructure that supported global terrorism. The loss of 25 Canadians became a poignant catalyst for Canada's commitment to addressing the global challenges posed by extremism and solidified its resolve to stand alongside its allies in combating transnational threats to international security. The challenge posed by the Taliban regime and al-Qaeda's presence in Afghanistan was multifaceted and presented a complex security dilemma for the international community. The Taliban, an Islamic militant group that had seized control in Afghanistan in the 1990s, provided a haven for al-Qaeda, allowing the terrorist organization to establish training camps, planning cells, and biochemical laboratories on Afghan soil. Al-Qaeda, under the leadership of Osama bin Laden, orchestrated the 9-11 attacks from this base prompting a swift and determined international response. The Taliban's refusal to extradite bin Laden and dismantle the al-Qaeda infrastructure within its borders intensified the threat, making it clear that traditional diplomatic approaches were ineffective against an enemy that operated outside recognized state structures. The presence of al-Qaeda and the Taliban in Afghanistan presented a unique challenge due to the absence of a recognized, legitimate government with whom diplomatic negotiations could take place. The Taliban regime, while in control of parts of Afghanistan, lacked international recognition, leaving the global community without conventional channels for resolution. This unconventional enemy, global in scope, and with seemingly unlimited manpower, operated under a radical ideology that posed a direct threat not only to Afghanistan, but also to the international peace and security. As a result, the challenge required a comprehensive response that combined diplomatic efforts with military action to dismantle the Taliban regime, neutralize al-Qaeda's operational capabilities, and address the broader goal of implications of this new, formidable adversary. In the aftermath of the 9-11 attacks, debates and decisions in Ottawa regarding Canada's involvement in the international response to terrorism were marked by a complex interplay of diplomatic, strategic, and ethical considerations. The Canadian government faced a crucial decision on how to contribute meaningfully to the global efforts against al-Qaeda and the Taliban in Afghanistan. Key deliberations occurred within the context of the evolving nature of the threat, the nation's historical commitment to peacekeeping, and the desire to support its allies, particularly the United States, in addressing the unprecedented challenges posed by the attacks. These discussions resulted in a fundamental shift in Canada's military posture marking a departure from the traditional peacekeeping roles that had long defined the nation's armed forces. The government ultimately decided to commit Canadian troops to participate in the international coalition undertaking military operations in Afghanistan. This decision reflected a recognition that the globalized nature of terrorism demanded a robust and assertive response. Canada's involvement, though driven by the imperative to counter a new and formidable enemy, also sparked internal debates about the nation's evolving role in the world stage and the potential consequences of engaging in a conflict that departed from its peacekeeping tradition. The debates and decisions in Ottawa during this critical period underscored the nuanced balancing act required to navigate the complexities of international diplomacy, military strategy, and ethical considerations in responding to a rapidly changing global security landscape. The original objectives in Afghanistan following the 9-11 attacks are multifaceted, reflecting the urgency of dismantling the Taliban regime neutralizing al-Qaeda's operational capabilities, and addressing the broader implications of global terrorism. The primary goal was the removal of the Taliban government that had provided a safe haven for al-Qaeda, allowing the terrorist organization to plan and execute the 9-11 attacks. This objective aimed at eliminating the infrastructure supporting the international terrorism on Afghan soil, 
and disrupting the Taliban's grip on power. Subsequent to the removal of the Taliban, an assessment of al-Qaeda's strategic reach became imperative. The international coalition sought to gather intelligence and conduct operations within the ruins of al-Qaeda's training centers and biochemical laboratories in Afghanistan. The overarching aim was to comprehensively counter the globalized threat posed by al-Qaeda, forcing the organization to relocate and regroup, all while enhancing global security measures to prevent its resurgence. Additionally, the rebuilding of Afghanistan itself was a crucial objective, emphasizing the need to avoid renewed fighting among factions, establish some form of governance, and pave the way for international reconstruction efforts. These original objectives sought to address the immediate aftermath of 9-11, disrupt terrorist networks, and lay the groundwork for long-term stability in Afghanistan and the broader global security landscape. The enemy faced by the international coalition in Afghanistan exhibited a multifaceted nature, presenting a complex challenge that extended beyond the conventional adversarial relationship between the Taliban and the coalition forces. The Taliban, while initially seen as the primary antagonist, became entangled with a diverse array of elements, creating what historian David C. Isby termed the vortex. This vortex included narcotics producers and transporters, Islamist non-governmental organizations, elements within the Pakistani intelligence and security services, financiers, trucking mafias, individual jihadists from various regions, and a variety of commercial interests. The ideological purity of Mullah Omar's Taliban movement was diluted as these diverse elements converged, forming a complex web of alliances that posed challenges beyond the traditional narrative of good versus evil. As the war progressed, it became increasingly evident that the threat to the reconstruction effort was multifaceted and nuanced. The insurgency was no longer solely defined by the Taliban, supported by al-Qaeda. It evolved into a complex tapestry of interconnectedness and actors with varying motivations. This complexity posed challenges not only to military operations, but also to the overarching objectives of stabilizing Afghanistan, preventing renewed factional fighting, and establishing effective governance. The evolving nature of the enemy demanded adaptability from the international coalition as it navigated the intricate landscape of Afghan politics, rivalries, and the diverse elements that contributed to the insurgency. The recognition of this multifaceted enemy underscored the need for a comprehensive understanding of the intricacies involved in countering an insurgency with intertwined political, economic, and ideological dimensions. Canadian involvement in Afghanistan required a delicate balancing act between diplomatic efforts and military action. Reflecting the complex nature of the conflict and the need to address both the immediate security concerns and long-term stability, diplomatically, Canada faced the challenge of navigating international alliances, particularly with the United States, while asserting its own distinct military contributions and objectives. The coordination between Ottawa and Washington, as well as the engagement with NATO and other international partners, was essential to ensure a cohesive and effective response to the multifaceted threat posed by the Taliban and al-Qaeda. Simultaneously, military action was deemed necessary to confront an enemy that resisted diplomatic compromise. The removal of the Taliban regime and the disruption of al-Qaeda's operations required a robust and coordinated military effort. However, military concerns had to be carefully calibrated to avoid exasperating tensions, particularly with Afghan factions and communities. The delicate balance between military intervention and diplomatic strategies was evident in the careful consideration of not only combat operations, but also the subsequent reconstruction and stabilization efforts. The Canadian government sought to shield incremental and painstaking diplomatic and military efforts from attempts by the former regime and its allies to reestablish control. 
recognizing that success required a comprehensive approach that integrated both military and diplomatic decisions to achieve a lasting stability in Afghanistan. The Canadian Army's decade-long involvement in Afghanistan can be delineated into eight discrete periods, each characterized by distinct strategic objectives and operational challenges. The initial phase, spanning 2001 to 2002, marked Canada's participation in Operation Enduring Freedom focusing on the removal of the Taliban regime and strategic intelligence efforts. The subsequent period from 2003 to 2004 saw Canada contributing to the NATO-led ISAF, concentrating on stabilizing Kabul and preventing a resurgence of civil war in Afghanistan. This early phase laid the foundation for Canada's evolving role in the complex Afghan theater. The year 2005 brought a shift focus to Kandahar province, with efforts aimed at identifying and stabilizing emerging challenges. In 2006, the Canadian Army played a pivotal role in the defense of Kandahar City, preventing the collapse of international efforts in Helmand Province, facilitating the expansion of ISAF. The following years, from 2007 to 2009, were characterized by the disruption of enemy activities around Kandahar City and the safeguarding of development efforts in the province. The period from 2009 to 2010 witnessed an influx of American reinforcements signaling a strategic shift in the responsibilities for the Canadian forces. By 2011, Canada underwent a significant transition as its forces withdrew from Kandahar, including a critical chapter in its military engagement in Afghanistan. The final phase, spanning from 2011 to 2014, marked Canada's commitment to the NATO training mission in Afghanistan, emphasizing the reconstruction and capacity building of Afghan security forces. Throughout these discrete periods, Canadian Army grappled with the multifaceted challenges posed by insurgency, diplomacy, and reconstruction efforts. The chronological evolution of Canada's involvement in Afghanistan reflects not only the dynamic nature of the conflict, but also the adaptability and resilience demonstrated by the Canadian military in the face of complex and evolving challenges. The Canadian Army's engagement in Afghanistan showcased a remarkable level of adaptability to the unique challenges posed by 21st century warfare. Traditionally forged during the Cold War, and later modified for stabilization operations in the 1990s, the Canadian Army faced a significant shift in paradigm when confronted with the globalized and asymmetrical threat of terrorism in post-9-11. This shift required the adoption of innovative strategies and the departure from conventional military doctrines. Canada, traditionally known for its peacekeeping contributions, demonstrated its versatility by deploying forces into counterinsurgency environments. The Canadian Army's ability to transition from traditional peacekeeping roles to engaging in active combat operations reflected its agility in responding to the evolving threats. Acknowledging the complexities of its modern conflicts blurred the lines between traditional adversaries and unconventional insurgencies. Moreover, Canadian Army's adaptability was evident in the utilization of unconventional military units and strategies. The introduction of counter-improvised explosive device groups, provincial reconstruction teams, and strategic advisory teams highlighted the Canadian military's commitment to addressing the multifaceted dimensions of the conflict. These units, with no historical equivalents, operated alongside traditional combat arms units, showcasing a nimble integration of diverse capabilities to navigate the intricate challenges posed by insurgency and nation-building. The Canadian Army's capacity to activate and expand civil-military cooperation, psychological operations, and special operations forces further exemplified its willingness to leverage 
non-traditional approaches, underscoring its ability in the face of the complexities inherent in 21st century warfare. Canada's engagement in Afghanistan brought forth a myriad of unique challenges, marked by unconventional enemies and legal constraints that significantly shaped the nature of the conflict. The multifaceted nature of the insurgency, with a diverse array of adversaries ranging from the Taliban to narcotics producers and trucking mafias, presented a complex and ever-evolving operational environment. The insurgency's overlap with various commercial interests, Islamic non-governmental organizations, elements within the Pakistani intelligence and security services further complicated the Canadian Army's efforts to distinguish between traditional adversaries and unconventional elements within the conflict. This intricate web of actors demanded a nuanced approach, where military strategies had to adapt continually to address the diverse motivations and alliances within the insurgency, reflecting the unprecedented challenges of modern warfare in a complex, interconnected world. In addition to the unconventional nature of the conflict, the Canadian Army faced legal constraints and added an extra layer of complexity to its operations in Afghanistan. The hyper-legalized environment was characterized by scrutiny and potential challenges based on international laws and Canada's own legal framework. The minutia of Canada's laws could be leveraged against the military's effectiveness by interest groups or individuals, creating a delicate balance between the pursuit of military objectives and adherence to legal standards. This legal intricacy, combined with the unconventional nature of the enemy, posed unique challenges for the Canadian forces, requiring a constant reassessment of tactics and strategies to operate within the confines of both domestic and international legal frameworks, while effectively countering involving threats on the ground. The media and information environment played a profound role in shaping the narrative and impact of the military operations in Afghanistan. The conflict unfolded in the era of 24-7 news cycles and unprecedented connectivity, allowing information to spread rapidly and globally. The media became a powerful force, influencing public perceptions, shaping political discourse, and impacting military strategies on the ground. The visual nature of the conflict, with images and reports transmitted in real time, had a significant and emotional and psychological impact on both domestic and international audiences. The media's portrayal of military engagements and the challenges faced by soldiers and the human cost of the war influenced public opinion and political decisions. The immediacy of information sharing also meant that successes and setbacks were quickly broadcast, contributing to the complex narrative surrounding the mission. Moreover, the information environment presented challenges and opportunities for military operations. On one hand, it allowed for greater transparency and accountability, holding military actions to public scrutiny. On the other hand, the constant visibility posed challenges in managing perceptions, especially in a conflict characterized by insurgency and unconventional warfare. The need for accurate and timely communication became paramount, as misinformation or incomplete narratives could have an immediate consequence. The impact of the media and the information environment extended beyond traditional news outlets, with social media platforms becoming influential channels for information dissemination and public discourse. The military had to navigate this landscape, not only the strategic communication of its objectives, but also the potential for misinformation or the exploitation of information for propaganda purposes by adversaries. In summary, the media and information environment in Afghanistan had a multifaceted impact on military operations, influencing public support, shaping political decisions, presenting both challenges and opportunities for effective communication in the complex and interconnected global landscape. The soldiers deployed to Afghanistan represented a stark contrast to the stereotypical image of the baby boomers era, embodying a new generation's approach to warfare and global challenges. Unlike the baby boomer generation, 
which had experienced the Cold War's ideological tensions and often engaged in conventional conflicts. The soldiers in Afghanistan were part of Generation X and Generation Y. Derided by the 1990s cultural commentators as a generation of lazy, self-absorbed hedonists and slackers, these soldiers proved otherwise by demonstrating dedication, adaptability, and resilience in the face of 21st century warfare. This was not a war shaped by the geopolitical dynamics of the baby boomer era, but rather a response to a globalized, asymmetrical threat posed by terrorism. These soldiers in Afghanistan navigated an unconventional battlefield where the enemy was not a clearly identifiable nation-state, but a network of insurgents with varied motivations and alliances. In contrast to the baby boomers era conventional warfare paradigms, the soldiers of this generation understood the value of social networking sites, embraced technology, and maintained connections with their loved ones through teleconferencing. The choice of music, with Metallica's Black Album serving as a soundtrack, further emphasized the departure from the cultural references of the baby boomer era, symbolizing a shift in both the nature of warfare and the characteristics of the soldiers engaged in this complex and multifaceted conflict. Soldiers who served in Afghanistan deserve profound acknowledgement for their unwavering dedication, sacrifices, and the pride they brought to their roles in the face of an arduous and complex conflict. These men and women, representing Canada's Generation X and Generation Y, shattered stereotypes and demonstrated exceptional resilience on the battlefield that demanded not only physical endurance, but also adaptability to unconventional warfare. The commitment was not only to their mission, but also to one another, creating a sense of camaraderie that transcended the challenges presented by the multifaceted nature of the insurgency. The pride exhibited by these soldiers was evident in their ability to navigate an information-rich environment, employing social networking sites and maintaining connections with loved ones all the while confronting harsh realities of warfare. Their sacrifices, whether on the front lines or in support roles, contributed to the broader objectives of countering terrorism and stabilizing Afghanistan. The soundtrack of their experiences, the powerful notes of Metallica's Black Album, resonated in the background of the refrain of We Die Hard, serves as a testament to the dedication and valor, serves as a testament to their determination and valor. Canada can take immense pride in these soldiers, recognizing the enduring impact of their dedication and sacrifice on the nation's military history and the global efforts to confront the challenges of the 21st century. As this chapter on Canada's involvement in Afghanistan draws to a close, it leaves us with a profound understanding of a war that was not a typical baby boomer conflict. Instead, it was a canvas upon which the soldiers of Generation X and Generation Y painted a narrative of dedication, adaptability, and sacrifice. The unconventional enemy, the shifting strategies, and the complex interplay of diplomatic and military efforts all underscore the unique challenges faced by the Canadian Army in the 21st century theater of war. The juxtaposition of Metallica's anthems against the backdrop of nighttime artillery fire encapsulates the evolution of warfare and the soldiers who stood at its forefront. The Canadian Army's journey in Afghanistan serves not only as a historical account, but as a testament to the resilience, pride, and commitment a new generation of warriors face an unprecedented and multifaceted challenge with unwavering resolve. This chapter closes not just on a conflict, but on a chapter in Canadian military history that redefined the narratives of duty, adaptability, and sacrifice for the soldiers who bore the weight of a war that was distinctly their own. Next week, next week, in the intricate corridors of an aborted peace, dispatches from Kabul, 1990 to 1992. The narrative unfolds in a pivotal juncture in history where Canada's profound engagement in Afghanistan takes root amid the echoes of the country's past. This installment delves into the complexities of pre-9-11 Afghanistan, revealing Canada's involvement through the Mind Awareness and Clearing Training Program and Operation Decimal. 
As diplomatic efforts and UN interventions strive for peace, the narrative captures the disintegration of peace aspirations, geopolitical maneuvering, and the withdrawal of the observer group from Afghanistan as tensions escalate. The evolving situation foreshadows the challenges that will define Canada's extended commitment in Afghanistan post-9-11, linking the threads of failed negotiations to the emergence of the Taliban, the rise of al-Qaeda, and the unexpected prominence of Afghanistan in Canada's military and political narrative. A historical account not only chronicles a bygone era, but sets the stage for the unforeseen chapter that follows, revealing how the seeds planted in the early 1990s would grow into a decade-long commitment, testing Canada's resilience and commitment global stability, and the rugged landscapes of Afghanistan. Until next time, stay curious, stay informed, and may the echoes of our shared history guide us forward. Thank you.